think that most of you would know prashant but uh, quick introduction uh, prashant uh, uh, he was earlier running his own startup and he has basically been involved in a lot of telecom uh, products over the last few years and then uh, his uh, then he joined paytm and he was leading a lot of new products at paytm and especially during the demonetization days so uh, prashant welcome um, yeah and i used to write for nbw at one point of time yeah i, I did contributed yeah. few posts over there so yeah <laughs> yeah cool days back then it used to call unplugged right plugged in plugged in plugged in yeah nice to write yeah yeah yep. so cool uh, so prashant uh, mm-hmm. uh, you 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 did a thread on uh, on uh, twitter uh, regarding the whole uh, you know the how 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 the next billion users of the bharat market how how is it different from the the regular market right from from the metro so what led you to even start thinking on those threads uh so am i audible uh, yeah, yeah. audible okay yeah yeah so uh, that uh, thread actually came out of a similar conversation i was talking to somebody an industry colleague and i told her that uh, i have a like a scrapbook kind of a field book kind of a, a document in my notion and uh, where i whenever i see something very interesting in about how people are using product and all i write a line or two and over over the year it kind of morphed into a field book and i have roughly around 200 entries on this and since last couple of months i was in bikaner the tier 2 town so those entries seems to got a particular flavor and so i was start, in my mind i was kind of building a tapestry a kind of a threading them together in the sense like this is a new mental model i was developing about the user so yeah so i thought it might make sense for me to kind of compile them together and release it in the public to see whether my observation is kind of a standalone anomaly or uh this is part of a wider uh, behavioral pattern observed by other people so that's why i kind of put it out there so it's kind of that's a long run answer cool so uh what are some of the key learnings you've had in terms of the persona of the bharat users versus the metro users uh, uh you know so I, you know you could have captured uh, you could i mean you have seen people in traveling in metros in delhi mumbai mm-hmm. pretty much all the big cities right mm-hmm. versus a place like so bikaner or mm-hmm. the, the next billion user the typical tg right mm-hmm. what are some of the key learnings you had i mean one key learning is essentially like the uh, we tend to look at uh, we, we we used to we tend to look down at the next billion users uh, people who are like different from us and we tend to think of them as, as a monolith and our traditional filter we have of like age gender socio economic class like all uh, they no longer serve us well when you have to kind of examine uh, the people in like tier 2 and tier 3 india for example like uh, we tend to correlate technology efficiency or technology familiarity with economic class like you know but if you uh, look at tier 2 a uh, middle class who has a kid in bangalore in it sector might be more likely to be tech savvy than a upper class person who is running a business who never really left the town 
Hmm. You know, hmm. so now what exactly is the thing? We don't know. What exactly is the uh, leading marker or indicator we can say, kind of say this guy is more uh, like uh, tech savvy or more early adopter? These things kind of shattered when I talked to these people. And uh, other interesting thing is how much of a standalone activity, uh, like we think of transaction as a standalone activity. almost everything is a collaborative thing over here so we can like double click and expand on it later but that's like too high order bit about like in terms of persona hmm very interesting and is there a, any fundamental difference you have seen in the way a smartphone fits in the life of say uh, bharat user or, the, or somebody in bikaner versus uh, somebody in uh, delhi i mean interesting question how does a smartphone so let me repeat so you are asking like how does a smartphone what does a smartphone means to a guy in delhi versus a person in yeah. bikaner exactly okay i mean one thing is like more often than not in delhi a smartphone is a primary device and that's true for like in bikaner also but in bikaner smartphone is primary and the only device so they have learned to access internet their entire experience of computing is in like based on smartphone here we have an secondary device shared or dedicated in pc also so in Bang- in like delhi most people have exposure to pc also which kind of shapes your expectation so how how does it matter especially like typing or content creation in bikaner or tier 2 you will basically see people kind of skewing toward voice based input or more qr code scanning for non payment use cases and all so in that sense it's very people kind of use them differently you know because that's the only device they have it's empowering as well as kind of limiting so just to give you an example of limiting when you do kyc right you have to submit let's say a uh, income proof or let's say a uh, i don't know like a pan card right and the pan card is a two sided document id proof that you have to basically scan and your file selection dialog box in that form is that only allow one file to be selected right but yeah. Yeah. how do you capture two sides so basically in mobile phone you need it, it's very difficult to basically take two pictures stitch them together in a pdf and then select and do this it's not everybody can figure it out in that sense you are at a loss when you are like mobile first and mobile only person but on the other hand so person with the desktop is an advantage there but also smart being smartphone only is that kind of empowering in the sense like if you or a female or if you are a teenager you can't ha- you can keep all kind of content and all kind of indulge in all kind of activities through smartphone which is not possible if you have a shared pc you know yeah and yeah. chat freely on a shared pc you know so that kind of behavioral pattern emerge when you have mobile only and mobile primarily both cases are primary mobile but only and like also pc wala is that kind of shapes you yeah yeah so um which of these uh, so, uh, long hold stereotypes i mean you mentioned about uh, we often look down upon the the bharat users right so let's let's quickly uh, understand the stereotypes you know so so i'll just share some of the options you know so which of these long hold uh, stereotypes are true for the bharat users uh, value seeker uh, versus low price you know so so uh, i mean they always go for a low price 
Yeah, I used to believe like that. <laughs> like you know, we are a country of low prices, kind of a standard yeah. template we follow. I mean, they do seek value, but the not always. It's like uh, they only go after value. Uh, like in my thread, I mentioned like people go for cash on cash on delivery and all because they want that they don't want to go up uh, like uh, they don't want to that expense to come out of their own pocket. If something is delivered on cash, their parents pay and it doesn't come out of their pocket money. So in that sense, there is more nuance to it. Like when it yeah. comes to like uh, white goods and like uh, on kind of a considered purchase, they are more value seeker. But impulsive purchase, the price point might vary. So for me in Delhi, price point might be fifty five hundred rupees, and for somebody here, it's like fifty or hundred. But uh, they don't seek value in that. Like, you know. Yeah. And uh, uh, are they tech laggards and, and not so enthusiastic about tech, or uh, you have seen something different over there? I mean, they are excited about tech in their own way. I mean. If you look at the uh, kind of participatory enthusiasm in old people on WhatsApp, you can see they connect to it. Mm. So most of the video call to much of the annoyance of young people is started by their parents on uh, when they are like uh, they want to talk to their grandkids and all. So they are, and if you see all the PUBG and all this Facebook and all, they are being used massively in this part of the country. So they are excited, but they have their own spin on the thing it's not like they are laggard they figure out a lot of things they they have they are like way ahead in figuring out uh, the chinese app they were pawn app which is a different thing you know mm-hmm. uh, they are way ahead in figuring out non payment use case of the uh, qr code you know uh, and like uh, a lot of other things like hyper local news is like one another thing which i have seen like i don't know as much about what's happening in 15 km radius in noida as much as my parents know what's happened in 15 km radius in Bikaner. Yeah. So, hyper-local news is there. So, talking about QR code, uh, you mentioned uh, something very interesting that non-payment use cases, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, QR code, typically in, in, a, in a metro, mm-hmm. is all about payment. You know? It's all about UPI and Paytm, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, why? You know, so, so, what are some of the non-payment use cases that you have seen people using QR code for? I mean, if you at the basic level, what is QR code? QR is basically an input mechanism, you know, or identifying mechanism. It serves like two purposes. So if you have to identify yourself, like in payment, it serves as a identifier, right? Or handshake mechanism. Uh, that's an obvious use case of payment and which most people in Delhi and big cities are kind of use. But if you flip the script and come to like this part of the country where you can pay like uh, QR serve as a structured input mechanism where you say, okay, what are the three activity you need to do? Uh, like for example, you have to enter a like long URL and typing is not their strong suit. They are more habitual in using voice and all. So might as well scan. So there is friction in typing a URL. You basically, and URL is a standard uh, structured input. So you might as well make it a QR code. There are fixed steps yeah. in saving your phone number in my address book. So you might as well, uh, instead of me asking you to like punch in a number, save a name, 
go to address book create a new contact blah 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 you, i simply show you my qr whatsapp qr code and you scan it and people kind of figure it out very fast so that's i think it's a inherent friction and like of input uh, which is there on mobile that kind of empower them to do this thing for exploring the non payment use case hmm. and uh, another thing which help is like in metros most people have access to be like pc so if you are uh, for example like in coming back to the kyc example or any up- file upload problem if you see uh, a lot of people kind of uh, drop out of the funnel because actually inputting a document uploading a document from uh, mobile phone is difficult and they have an access to pc yeah here too you don't have access to pc you have to figure out something so when the same dynamics applied on input you get a, a multiple use cases as qr code they figure it out yeah yeah interesting uh, what about voice uh, what's driving people for you know to use voice for chat and transcription and uh, why is it not so visible or you know so useful i mean we, we don't see that happening in the metros yeah i mean again uh, voice has a very like it kind of gives you flexibility of input so google voice uh, like google voice transcription engine is pretty smart like in the sense like you can get a pretty accurate transcription yeah. so you don't have to type the whole thing so you can simply teach so all the older generation people they can simply tap on the mic icon and then they can like transcribe and do minor editing and like send it like so that's a big enabler people might not type the huge message otherwise hmm. then they can like transcribe it so that's a big like a huge push even literacy barrier because people have very limited literacy so you know people know how to speak some words of english but they don't know how to type you know they can't possibly spell and all right so that's the voice kind of comes handy it is also a very privacy enabling mechanism where like if i am uh, like if i'm a young person and i want to hide something from my parents and even when i'm showing handing over my phone to them they can like go through the text and figure out all mm-hmm. the emojis and words and all but it's very hard to see, uh, like go through the entire like 10 minutes of clip when you're basically talking in the burst of voice packets right. so they don't do this so if you are talking to your like girlfriend and all they tend to do exchange of voice packets you know burst mm-hmm. of voice so that's driving it on like senior age it's like the ease of input and on junior side it's like privacy interesting interesting